The Money Show. Ad feature with Andy Rice. Andy Rice, uh, before we get into um, your favourite event of the year, which is the the, um, the the manly pursuit of American football with shoulder pads and hard hats and everything else, um, SAB is doing what dominant players in indie industry do when they've got their back against the wall. They start playing nice. Um, we've seen tobacco suppliers do it in terms of their um, tax campaigns. Oh, you should only smoke our cancer, not cancer sticks, our cigarettes. Um, because we, uh, we we pay tax on those um, and the and the illegal guys don't and now SAB is saying you should drink our beer please drink our beer because it's good for the fiscus um, I could only agree but do they get away with it? Well, Bruce, it's uh, interesting to see um, this tactic being uh, deployed. It's been tried before. Um, I, I think that it's quite. Uh, interesting to, to try and analyze why they might be doing what they're doing, which is essentially summed up in the quite slick payoff line, which is about um, uh, being taxed responsibly because we drink responsibly. So using that responsibility, common thought that the government has been pushing like mad and applying it not just in the one direction, which is consumption, but in the other direction, which is taxation. Um, but I think it's quite clear to most people that um, a, a campaign like this, an apparent uh, campaign aimed um, at an audience of one, Tito Mbueni, um, is uh, unlikely to add anything more to the argument that the liquor companies have with the government because they have fantastic communication channels. It may at times be a bit heated, but if the if any of the liquor producers, not just SAB, wants to get a message across to the government, they don't have to spend vast amounts of money in uh, conventional media to do so. They have forums and, uh, and, and regular meetings to do all that and probably far more effectively. So why are they doing it? Well, I suppose they're doing it because they're trying to get their own customers uh, on their side, so to speak, so that when... Um, the price of, of, uh, of liquor products rises inexorably. They need to make the point that uh, much of that rise is coming out of taxation increases rather than uh, cost of, uh, of manufacture to um, to the consumer and distribution to the consumer. Uh, and yeah, I suppose that that way it makes sense because you could say it wasn't us, it was them, um, and you and you get a free pass from your customers. Now, talk to me about your favourite sporting event of the year, if you would. Well, I didn't spend the weekend with my feet up, <laughs> of course not, and of course I don't need shoulder pads. But, uh, yeah, um, if you ever tackle the miserable task of packing up a house to move, then you'll know that uh, even things like the Super Bowl have to be put to one side. But happily, in terms of uh, seeing the advertisements, because as you rightly say, the Super Bowl is a forum for, in many cases, one-off dramatic ads or else the start of a new long campaign. It's a real... um, milestone in the year's advertising calendar but you can pick up all the ads uh, the next day or then early the following week on various um, sites uh, online sites and uh, so that's what i've spent some time since sunday doing which is (laughs) going through many of the ads uh, as they've been uh, posted and evaluated in many cases by by the journalists. What and, stood out? Um, I mean, you, I'd, I'd like. A, I, I think uh, there was one ad I saw that I didn't know was 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 actually associated um, with the with with the Super Bowl, and I think it's your hero. 
Well, the, the, they don't need to be overtly associated with the Super Bowl because um, uh, they're going to get the audience anyway. I don't need to say this is a Super, super Bowl ad in any way at all. But um, my hero goes to um, uh, the Chrysler uh, Corporation, the automotive corporation that owns Chrysler and Dodge and Fiat and Alfa Romeo and all of those good brands, um, because they, it actually is far... Uh, the, the, the advertisement which they flighted for the first time over the during the Super Bowl is not crass, hard sell or juvenile bad jokes with uh, various celebrities. I mean, if, within the first five or six ads that you, you choose at random, you will have seen on screen celebrities galore. You know, there'll be Adam Levine, there'll be Matthew McConaughey, there'll be Gwen Stefani, and no doubt many more. See what I did there? Gwen Stefani, very, no doubt. You were very yeah. good. You were very, very good. Very yes. But, in, but what Chrysler has done is, is, is get a, as far removed from these kind of formulaic juvenile advertisements and dug back into their history and said, well, you know, we've been running at difficult times in America's history, some hard-hitting ads that don't really talk about uh, getting 20% off your Jeep Wrangler next weekend, but talk about uh, the role that, uh, that the Chrysler Motor Corporation and others have, have played in helping heal America at difficult times. So they had a, back in 2012 and 2013, there were two really iconic television advertisements from from uh, from Chrysler, uh, one um, featuring Clint Eastwood, uh, which was um, under the, the heading of it's halftime in America. Um, it's halftime in the game. It's halftime in America. And trying to make sure that in the second half, the uh, the, the country recovers and, and, and refocuses itself. And these ads are beautiful to look at. They're, they're, they're slices of Americana. They're, in many cases, largely black and white. And... The use of a celebrity in this particular instance is a relevant celebrity. So you have someone like Clint Eastwood, who you would think would be a, um, an appropriate spokesperson for the nation. Um, there's an earlier one called The Farmer. But this one features um, the boss himself, Bruce Springsteen, and it's called The Middle. Um, well, that's the kind of working title, because what he's saying is that we need to find that middle ground. We have a country riven by opposition and you know, politics, and we need to make sure that um, somehow we come together in that middle. And, and it's narrated and written, I believe, by Bruce Springsteen. And it hardly mentions Chrysler at all, but it's there in order to demonstrate their commitment to their country. I think we have uh, some audio. For yeah, we, we do, absolutely. I mean, just the, the imagery of this thing is absolutely beautiful. It's quite gritty. It's quite grainy. It's Springsteen looking phenomenal. I don't think I've ever seen him look healthier frankly he looks remarkable he's wearing yep. typical springsteen gear there's a there's a tartan shirt if memory serves there's a pair of jeans there's some boots and he's driving an old jeep and he goes slap bang to the very middle of america we just have to remember the very soil we stand on is common ground so we can get there we can make it to the mountaintop through the desert and we will cross this divide our light has always found its way through the darkness and there's hope on the road up ahead 
And it carries on and on and on. I mean, what uh, you like about this, not only the imagery and the fact that it's Springsteen and it's timeless in terms of American politics, but it's kind of, it's a, it's a really positive message of, uh, of, of togetherness for the United States. Yeah, he talks about the reunited States of America. And you mentioned the fact that he's driving a rather battered old um, small Jeep. Well, I think that's the point. There isn't a single new car in this two-minute advertisement. It's, it's yeah. from Chrysler, clearly, and it's, and, it's, and it's from Jeep, but it is not making you know, straightforward, blunt points about, about the vehicles available in your friendly Jeep showroom. So uh, I think it's brave, uh, it's creative, uh, it's not cheap. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's a good piece of advertising. I hope that Chrysler will continue to follow and build on this vein of, of creativity in years to come. It's brave also because of it, it's potentially divisive. I mean, there are more than 70 million people who voted for Donald Trump who hate the ground, uh, whatever middle ground Joe Biden ever tries to stand on. I mean, they detest the man. They detest Kamala Harris. They detest the black fact that she is a black woman. They detest the fact that she's a South Asian woman. They detest um, that very fact. And here's Springsteen, this lily liberal, um, you know, used to be the man of the working classes, and he looks like he's gone to the other side. I'm sure there might be some people who think like that. There might be, but I think you must remember that the, 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 the it's at a tipping point. You know that that the fact that there were not not that big a difference between the total votes cast for the two candidates. So it's going to tip one way or the other. And I think that uh, the, the 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 courageous celebrities like Springsteen are saying, "Well, I'm going to I'm going to bet the farm yeah. on it going in the direction I want it to go in, which is towards the middle rather than towards the edges." And I think that's probably where where most Americans would would agree with him. And frankly, what does he care if <laughs> when the dark side the dark side disagrees? Talk to me about your zero. Now, I saw this ad too coincidentally before you sent the link through for it, and I must confess I liked it. So, do tell me why I am a shocking uh, arbiter of advertising standards. Um, I, I, I'm not quite sure. Having sent you so many advertisements from the Super Bowl, I'm not quite sure which one you're particularly Chipotle, about. Chipotle, Chipotle, Chipotle. I Chipotle. like the Chipotle advert. Well, that's that's good. I mean, I I, I went through a lot of, uh, as I say, celebrity-based uh, commercials that really the brand's link to the idea and the joke was, in every case, quite tenuous. And all it was was a celebrity latching onto a, uh, an advertising budget and an a brand latching onto a celebrity, and it doesn't really work very well. What, um, what I was looking for were ads that didn't feature um, too much in the way of celebrities, and there are, there are a few of them. There's a wonderful one from Oatly Oat Milk, which has their CEO singing tunelessly, wow, no cow in a field, which you have to see just to understand the weirdness of it. Um, but, yeah, so my zero was one that, that avoids the trap of celebrity, but I think goes on a rather uh, pompous, self-congratulatory ride. It's Chipotle, which for many people um, will know is a Mexican uh, fast food chain in the U.S., lots of sort of um, uh, tucker, tuckers and burritos and things, and it actually features a couple of kids eating uh, a, a Chipotle burrito and the, the boy uh, who's insufferably smug um, <laughs> wonders whether a, Ch a Chipotle burrito could, could change the world. And he goes through all of the different components of the, uh, the supply chain and, and what, what, if, if Chipotle live up to their promise that how they grow up their food is how they grow the future, 
then these are all the things, the little pieces that they put into the jigsaw puzzle of, of, of sustainability. You uh, could yeah, you argue... Don't, you, you don't like it, Addy. You don't like it one little bit. Let's, before you, before, you, uh, before you wrap up on this particular point, I want everyone else to hear how wonderful this advert is. <laughs> what if this could change the world? A burrito. Yeah. It can. It could. You are so weird. It could. It could change how we plant things and grow things. And improve the dirt where we grow those things. It could save water by changing how we use it. It could make us more responsible and sustainable. It could change how we pick things, move things, and transportation things. What? That's not a thing. Whatever. It can make our farmers happier. It can make farmers happier. Come on, Andy. Where's your cute little boy soul thing going? I think it just depends on whether you see this the, the tone of the of the boy's monologue as being sincere and almost academic, or whether you see it as being um, uh, just an everyday piece of of, uh, of advertising make believe. I I just I can't find it convincing. I can't find it authentic. I can understand why a lot of people do like it. And I think that's one of the good things about about uh, mm. uh, campaigns like this and Super Bowl campaigns is that they are always good enough technically and production-wise and idea-wise, but they let themselves down in, in many instances through um, just the tone and the personality of the brand. And this is, this, I've actually, um, I think it brought back unhappy memories of, of eating a burrito in Los Angeles many years ago. Well, and the things you lived to tell the tale, there were people two or three years ago who didn't <laughs> live to tell the tale because there was a dreadful <laughs> food poisoning scandal around you. Yeah, and that's, yeah. I mean, part of me sort of went, well done, guys. It's it's a nice, brave attempt to, to distance yourself away from the fact that you had salmonella outbreaks all over the place for ages. Um, and this is an attempt to sort of say, look how good we are at producing our food. But OK, Andy, I'll take I'll take your expert advice on that. But the kid's cute. Um, and then, I mean, talk about brands and brands letting you down. You're so grumpy with your favorite newspaper oh yes um, this was actually up up for a possible zero candidacy which is um business day because and, and coincidentally um it's linked back to the um sab campaign on responsible taxation because that's where it appeared what they what they what the the publishers bdfm or whomever makes these decisions allowed and that's the mistake that makes them as a potential zero what they allowed was for, for a client to mess with the physical format of the newspaper so the advertising because it was built around the shape of a bottle was was effectively um, a half page vertical ad i.e it was fully up the, in the page but only took up a certain amount of the width and as a result those of us who like to read a newspaper from a broadsheet <laughs> in your hands and find that as a result of this damn sheet half consumed and half not you end up uh, dropping great pages everywhere it's just for me you're messing with the format of the newspaper, the physical format of the newspaper. And I found that, uh, I know you'll say that's being pathetic. No, that's, I will uh, not. I'm, 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 going to, I'm going to have a word with Lucanio, the editor, and I'm going to say Andy, Andy Rice is upset with you. Don't mess with his morning read. Andy Rice, thank you very much indeed. Branding and advertising expert Andy Rice. Uh, a, a zero, a mini zero for BDFM for uh, Business Day's um, format, physical format change. Weirdest advert, the Oatly Oat Milk advert. A zero for Chipotle. I liked it, but the hero can't dispute that. Bruce Springsteen, Jeep and the Chrysler Corporation.